1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster.
0: Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, this was a big weekend in Jodhpur, India, because Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra walked down a lot of aisles. And uh, ended up getting married, allegedly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, no, My God, talk 1071 please. streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, and yes, we have been uh, covering this for quite some time. Actually, only for about five months because that's how long this whole thing has lasted. But Bradley, the whole wedding culminated... Mm-hmm. This weekend,
1: Yeah, so here's the thing. We have been saying for months and weeks and days that this is all just a bunch of fakey, fake, fake stuff. That doesn't mean it's not amazing to behold. And frankly, the videos and photographs from this weekend, um, the many ceremonies and the many pieces of this wedding, just unreal. Like, we started out the show today watching the fireworks display at this giganto palace.
0: And it makes the Disney World fireworks display look, you know... Sad yeah, in comparison.
1: Basically, I mean, I if I sort of wake up in a different body with a different mind oh. and want to have a giant wedding, then <laughs> I will have a giant Indian wedding. <laughs> um, because, whoa. So my reason for saying that is because...
0: <laughs> Are you sure you didn't wake up in a different mind?
1: <laughs> is because the video clip that we were... Uh, treated with this weekend from the sangeet which is like this musical ceremony thing that they do before a wedding
0: it's almost kind of like it a was dance like off like a broadway show yeah it's i crazy. mean literally
1: so i wish you could see we could play it but it's just it's just music you can't actually, you know, you don't hear anything other than music, so it would be pointless to just play the music for you. But they're like, you have like the bride's family and the groom's family doing this like sing and dance competition, and they're all wearing these amazing outfits and Can I just say, it
0: looks like America's Got Talent, or like... Some sort of, you know, or, you know, it looks like a whatever country's got talent. It looks like a TV show. It is well lit. The costumes are amazing. Also, uh, the choreography is on point. It's also like a Broadway show. Can't you just like
1: because the her mom is in this, her, her dad, his family is in this, his brothers, his sister-in-law or soon to be sister-in-law like other pieces of the extended family are in this um i would feel a little insecure if i went to this wedding and also what family combination experience looks because they all look so natural on stage and they're doing these like highly choreographed dance numbers right. i'm like what family oh, is this i'm
0: sorry i'd have to hire Can you a family. imagine
1: your family doing this like My mom would be, my mom would look like, well, like I would look as if I was having a seizure.
0: Yeah. I'd have to hire a family. I truly. It is insane. I'd be like, you will be playing my mother in this because I need somebody who can, you know, dance a modern dance (laughs) and not, you know, the mashed potato. Because that's my mom's favorite dance to do. Oh my
1: God. Does she do it with gravy?
0: Maybe. Okay. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, she really seriously she, we will be at a wedding and she does and there the will be potato. modern music playing and my mom is doing the mashed potato because she's like I Diane. was a good dancer in college and she does the mashed potato. I love So that's what my version of this would look like but no to your point and Bradley and like, then
1: your uncle Al who's like you know like I mean these people are all like in rhythm in uh, you know I don't even have the words for the musicality that this family is mm-hmm. able to it's conjure up on stage by the way with, like, a full light show slash, you know, uh, audio visual experience happening in the background. Um,
0: also, can we talk about the fact that they posted a video of this ceremony? This uh, Again, it's called the Sangeet, which is the, it means musical evening. And it's a pre wedding ritual uh, in India that they did for Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra's wedding. Uh, And again, it looks like a TV show. It looks like a Broadway show. It looks like something you'd pay a lot of money to see uh, on the strip in Las Vegas. The video that they posted on Instagram of this thing. uh, Any thoughts about that? Looks like it was probably uh, filmed for their reality show.
1: Oh, well, if if not, then they failed. Because why would you film something like this? Or why wouldn't you film something like this? And we've said for... You know okay, so do we pivot now into the talking about how this is just a complete and utter well, fake sham of a wedding so
0: we got this tweet over the weekend uh, from uh, a friend slash listener Molly who said who basically kind of was trying to take us to task she said uh, to us Colleen and Bradley because we've been talking a lot about the Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra wedding she said Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra are married conspiracy theory deflated. To which we responded, no, 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 The relationship is fake. The marriage, the wedding happened. It's the relationship that we think is fake. Well,
1: and at the end of the day, look, I don't know what's in the heart of, can we know what's in the heart of any one man or woman?
0: How true that
1: is. Um, I don't pretend to be in the heart of Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, but I do pretend to have a brain of my own that I can use. And these people met five minutes ago, mm-hmm. and they, if you look at everything they've done every step of the way, they either just happened into the most brilliant marketing opportunity for the last year, or this was a planned experience. Now, to what extent that was fake, you can decide. Right. Meaning. Do they not love each other? Do they only see each other when it's appropriate? Like, I'm not going full conspiracy theory. I'm willing to entertain the idea that they were like, hey, we kind of like each other. Let's do this thing for our careers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, you know, I don't know to what extent the fakery exists, but I do know. Okay. I do know (laughs) that this is unreal. This has reached a level of production that reality can't accommodate.
0: This is true. So when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to lay out for you yet again, throughout the entire last couple months, as we've led up to this wedding, all of the sponsored content that we have noticed from Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas leading up to the wedding. And oh, wait, there's more. Now that they have gotten married, and I'm putting that in loose quotes, because again, as we pointed out, Yes, a wedding took place. We don't know. We don't have any
1: proof that they technically were actually married. No.
0: FYI. Oh, uh, we don't know legally oh, what has why occurred. Would they lie to us? Because they're making millions of dollars! And they're making more. Since this wedding took place, we're going to tell you about some more sponsored content yep. that we have peeped uh-huh. out after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1. We are recalling throughout the public relationship of priyanka chopra and nick jonas all the opportunities that the two of them had to sell their relationship Mm. uh and this is all to help prove our point that we just don't think that a lot of this is real this is the colleen and bradley show (sighs) my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and, uh, if I may put the words in your mouth that I don't know if you were going to say, yeah. sometimes we get emails from people and they're like, you guys are so negative. Why are you so oh, no, negative about there, this? Oh, free. I will. I'm like, I, here's the thing. We're not trying to be negative.
1: We're just having fun. We're just, just telling you down. what the news is. You think all that stuff in Hollywood is
0: real? It's not real. You're not <laughs> paying
1: attention. It's
0: not real.
1: Okay, Holly used to live there. Uh, I listened to a podcast, um, and Colleen is prone to suggestion. So between the three of us, this is a ripe opportunity for you to believe our our uh, uncovering of laws. Yes. Okay?
0: Yeah, conspiracy theories.
1: Well, and I will say this all started for us. We really saw the light. The shackles were uh, removed from us. The scale Mm-hmm. were uh, shed from our eyes, courtesy of crazydaysandnights.net. So that's a guy who does blind items. And he was like, this relationship is fake. And it's for the, you know, because both of these people are trying to advance their career. And then we were like, whoa, okay, tell me more. And then we started to see all these things, which just really made it obvious to us that, like, that's potentially very plausible. Mm-hmm. Because their their relationship, and if you go back, I was reading a timeline this morning. It's actually longer than we give them credit for. We've been saying it's like a matter of months. It's beneficial for a matter of months, Mm -hmm. but their relationship technically goes back about a year, at least in a loose sense where they knew each other and they were communicating at which point It seems like uh, it was less than a year ago that they became serious. It certainly was far less than a year ago when they made it official publicly. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have these two people who seem like they don't travel in similar circles. Mm -mm. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, one of them texts the other. And then it was like true love. Right. That just, okay. And you look at this couple together and you're like, what does Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra have in common? That they became not just like... You know, because look, here's the real thing. When celebrities do things, we're always skeptical because celebrities have a career that they're trying to right embellish. Right. Right.
0: Right. And it's one thing if if somebody is really hot at the moment and then suddenly like, for example, when Jennifer Lawrence was at kind of she was like she was everywhere. She was doing um, all of the Hunger Games movies and. Then she started dating somebody we'd be paying attention to her love life because she was already hot. But Priyanka Chopra, I mean, she was like warm and Nick Jonas has been warm, but neither of them were in like a hot thing at the moment. Suddenly they got put together and then they started to buzz about themselves Well, and and everybody started to buzz about them. And
1: remember, it all started when they like get invited to or she gets invited to. Uh, Harry and Meghan, uh, their wedding. And like you you just started hearing about Priyanka Chopra way more than you ever had up until that point. I mean, we certainly talked about her in terms of Quantico and then the Baywatch movie. Um, Same with Nick Jonas. Anytime he would do something, sure, have new music, sure. But now it's like these two are shoving this relationship not just down our throats, but down the throats of all these advertisers who we have been pointing out for the last couple months that they have literally been handing over their social media feeds to in a blatant attempt uh, at free advertising. Right. Or paid advertising, actually.
0: Yeah, including but not limited to. Uh, and I wonder how much they uh, agreed, you know, to pay between the two of them. Or at least they got a, r- a free ring out of the deal. Tiffany. Tiffany yeah, of course. Who uh, allowed them to use a Tiffany store in the Tiffany Cafe for her bridal shower. Yep. Um, we have seen uh, Lime scooters, Lime bikes. Yeah sponsored posts on Nick Jonas's uh, account because he gave a lime scooter to each one of his groomsmen. Yep. We have seen sponsored content of, uh, of different types of liquor.
1: She's had like uh, for Priyanka Chopra for her bridal, um, her bridal shower, her bachelorette party. All of these things had, you know, posts on Instagram, like so clearly staged photographs for like the W in the, and Havana club booze. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Uh, What was that watch brand that she...
0: Oh, she had the... uh, What was that watch brand? I can't remember, but a certain watch brand. And then for Nick Jonas, Elite Vodka has been uh, traipsed about on his Instagram feed. And then we've also speculated that their uh, entire wedding, the palace that they had their wedding in, uh, has gotten a ton of different press. And it had pictures in different uh, tabloids and, uh, and, and publications. And all of that probably was traded out by really smart uh, people on their team. So all of this seems to be a sponsored content type of thing. And they're actually probably making money off of oh, their wedding. Well, they, and it hasn't stopped.
1: They most certainly are making money because on Nick Jonas's page, um, he did a paid partnership with Google Pixel to make some cute little photos of him And Priyanka on the cover of Vogue. So he took a Vogue cover, and then he put these little sparkly things that you can do with your Google Pixel phone. And so then on Instys it says paid partnership. So he got paid for that. That's not just like trade experience because nobody would blame celebrities for trying to get some trade for mention. Mm -mm. That's that's a common thing. Usually you're supposed to tell people about that. Um, But yeah, that was his most recent thing. And then there was another one I don't have in front of me, but it's just one big. And then if you watch that whole Vogue spread. I mean, it's like, what? Where did these people come from? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this is like the wedding of the century. All of a sudden, that nobody asked for,
0: and nobody saw it coming. Yeah. And now it's ha- another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. ...happened, and we're all talking about them, and oh, look at this. Each of them has a handful of movies to promote Yeah. in the next year.
1: Yeah, and I guarantee you, see, this is, the, this is where things like when we allege that celebrities are doing things behind the scenes... It like it gets their name in press coverage to the point that it then gives them um, opportunities for jobs because it literally if you just look at all the examples we've talked about in terms of uh, the blind items from Crazy Days and Nights or any of the other celebrity stories that we talk about that like once the public is, you know, talking about someone and once there's a lot of coverage on someone, that person gets opportunities. The same. And you referenced this earlier, Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I mean, when she was sort of the hot it girl, Mm -hmm. woman, um, you know, she was getting opportunities that people felt were beyond her skill level levels and abilities. Yeah, absolutely. And so I don't think you I'm not saying that Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are doing anything that nobody's ever done before. I just think like, hello, can you see what's going on here? Right
0: now? Do you remember when I, I said earlier, I wanted to see what their net worth was, the two of them? Uh, as a couple um, because we were looking at this wedding and and it looks so spectacular. Well, their combined net worth, that is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Their combined net worth is $53 million. That's a lot. It is actually pretty substantial. I would Uh, imagine
1: she's made a ton of money from Bollywood. She
0: has, because she was ranked as number seven. In 2017, she was ranked as number seven on Forbes' list of Bollywood's highest paid actors. So we forget, I think, that sometimes that she was so big as a Bollywood actor, and that's really where she started to make a name. But she's really trying to break through here uh, in Hollywood. So... Anyway, they're, you know, they're doing okay. We Bay. won't see the end of them. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got D-Bags. We've got some celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. We call those celebrities D-Bags.
1: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ooh your D-bag.
0: I'm going to name Katy Perry my D-bag today.
1: Wow, Katy Perry. What did she don't?
0: Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, She was taking part in a a charity auction at uh, the All-Star One Love Malibu Benefit Concert. And this was at the King Gillette Ranch in Calabasas. And this was to raise money for those who were affected by the the Woolsey Fire uh, last month. And so they were they were doing this big benefit concert. They were auctioning. They were doing some auctioning, and they were going to auction off a date with Katy Perry's man, uh, Orlando Bloom. Okay. So they started to auction. They did. They were. You know. They they people were bidding, and the bidding got higher and higher as happens during auctions, and finally, finally, this woman is like twenty thousand dollars. For a date with Orlando Bloom. Laura Mm. was her name. $20,000. And they were about to be like going, going. And right before the gone part, Katy Perry was like $50,000. Peace out. That's my man. Bye. And she stole the date away from now. Listen, I get it. This is a double-edged sword here because $50,000, that's a good donation, right? So I don't want to, I don't hate, I'm not, that is not the D bag move. She's giving fifty thousand dollars to
1: charity. That's awesome. To a charity.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. The D bag move is taking the date from Laura, who was ready to pony up twenty thousand dollars. I feel like what you do right then, Katy Perry,
1: is you go. I'm gonna get fifty thousand, and that and woman we'll, still
0: gets to go, and on a we'll day. both go, or something like that. Ooh, like pinky.
1: you.
0: I mean, you know, but just like make it more fun, or give her, let the woman hang out with your man anyway. Or something, but you don't just take that away from her.
1: He's like, Laura, I'm sorry, I'm
0: buying it $50,000. No, you
1: make the donation and then you say, Laura, you can go on the dumb date with Orlando. I mean, they're going to go to like Noodles and Company and like take a photograph anyway. It's not like she's going to be like, you know, like macking on him in the back of a pickup truck. It's not
0: a real date. No. In other words, is what you're
1: saying. Also, who would do that in the back of a pickup? I don't know where that came from, but. It's apparently some kind of fantasy in my life.
0: Thank you for let, that letting that unresolved. leak out today. In any case, I just thought that was kind of a D-bag move. And I wanted really to call D-bag. her out for what
1: it. D-bag she is. How dare she give let all that Laura money to charity. Let Laura go out with
0: your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, because that... And because, still give the money.
1: Because you don't... Again, that's dumb. Yep. Mm-hmm. I could just say mm-hmm. the same thing over and mm-hmm. over again. But I won't. I'm done now. Okay.
0: I've said my piece. Do you
1: know who my D-bag is today? Ooh. Jennifer Aniston. What?
0: Why? Yes.
1: Because she's annoying. And basically everyone. Okay. So I want to shame all of you, including Jennifer Aniston. Here's the headline. Jennifer Aniston wasn't the model child her mother wanted. Mm -hmm. What? Poor Jennifer Aniston. Guys, Here
0: we are furthering. Story number
1: 4,825 about how the very, very hideous troll... (laughs) <laughs> Jennifer as, Aniston Jennifer just could Aniston not achieve, <laughs> could not live up to her mother's expectations,
0: couldn't reach success no. and
1: will be a barrenless mm-hmm. hag for the re- or barren mm-hmm. old hag for the rest of her life.
0: Okay. Poor Jennifer.
1: So this I'm like, what? Really? What? Well, of course, the story itself is an interview. And I don't blame her for giving the interview because mm-hmm. she's, of course, doing this dumpling uh, press tour you know and apparently in the Dumplin' movie there's like a mo- mother-daughter relationship and it's you know it shows how blah, blah, blah. anyway so she is like i don't ex- i'm I'm not surprised she gave the interview right and she said you know all these like mamby pamby like press tour things like one of the reasons i really love the mother-daughter aspects of this movie was because it was very similar in a way to so what my mother and our relationship was, you know, sounds very pressed to her, right. right? And then she goes on to say, you know, she, her mother, uh, Dow, what's her name? Uh, Nancy Dow. Her mother was a model. And she was all about presentation and what she looked like and what I looked like. And I did not come out the model child she'd hoped for. And it was something that really resonated with me. This little girl just wanting to be seen and wanting to be loved by my mom, who was too occupied with the things that didn't quite matter. And then here's the kicker for me. Because again, so far it's like, oh, this is just such a snooze of a press interview my uh wait shoot uh okay back to her mother she was critical she was very critical of me because she was a model she was gorgeous and stunning and i wasn't i never was i honestly still don't think of myself in that sort of light which is fine
0: um, excuse me, I, can't right I, can't right I can't right now. As a certified troll, I, right now. I would I just can't. like to yes. point
1: out that mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston,
0: poor Jennifer, the Aniston, trolls of America would like to speak. Yeah, hi, I am an actual
1: troll, and I don't think Jennifer Aniston is one of us because as.
0: You know, you don't get to say know. that when you were like the darling she, of the 90s also, on Friends. Everybody wanted your haircut. No, girl, no. Like, you sell no. millions of dollars of products based on what? Yeah. Your face. You, yes. Your face. Yeah. You know, uh uh. Your haircut Mm-mm.
1: was literally copied in some form or fashion by, I would say, arguably,
0: 75 plus
1: percent of women in America for a very long period of time. And in fact, to this day, if you still say like, uh, you know, that's, you know, maybe she get like a Jennifer Aniston thing. People know exactly what you're talking about. And for her to sit there and be like, "Mm, you know, I was, my mother was a model. She was gorgeous and stunning. I wasn't, I never was. In fact, I honestly still don't think of myself in that sort of light.
0: It's, she should have led with that to say, I never thought of myself that way. That's one thing, but to say I'm not, and I never yeah, was thats the
1: humble part of her statement where she tries to be humble. Like she's like, I, I've really never thought of myself that way. Okay. Well, I get that you aren't like, but you got to know at this point that the world sees you as a beautiful mm-hmm. woman, whether mm-hmm. you have thought that way about yourself or not. And therefore you should have some understanding that when you say those things, the trolls out here, mm-hmm. us, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: no offense,
0: mm-hmm. none taken.
1: We're basically radio trolls. We're trolls. There's a reason we're on the radio, mm-hmm. um, and we're not even that trolly. <laughs> I mean, we get up on a Saturday. We're gonna look kind of really trolly, but we, you know, we clean up good. I'm not saying we're ugly.
0: Yeah, half the face is smushed from the pillow, but, but you can fix that. Yeah, <laughs> and we it got lines. Pump it up and a little bit. Bags. Just sort of like pinch and.
1: I, I mean, the I don't have a hump there. or anything, but I'm just saying, compared to Jennifer Aniston, I'm a troll. And I just oh, really man. take offense to her doing doing that whole, like, I could never live to my mother's expectations of beauty.
0: Again, I, I do, like, I I want to honor her own view of herself. It is one thing to say I never thought of myself this way. It is quite another to make the declarative statement. I am not beautiful. I don't look like that. Yeah, I never was. Again, the yes, rest of were. us live in, in fact, reality. everybody
1: talks about how they wish they were you. They don't wish they were Courtney Cox. Mm-hmm. They want to be you. Mm-hmm. And the, they don't want to be you because you have a delightful personality, which I'm sure you do. And I've enjoyed her in several movies mm-hmm. because of her hysterical
0: antics. Yeah, but nobody was getting the Monica. Nobody was getting the Phoebe. Yeah, exactly. Everybody was talking Phoebe's about claim to the fame Rachel was a
1: litter box. Yeah, okay?
0: and yours was
1: your face.
0: Yeah, you talk about Phoebe. People talk about ugly. a smelly cat.
1: She ain't even ugly. Phoebe. No,
0: no. All those
1: other girls were disgustingly beautiful as and yet, well. And yet, we're all trolls to Jennifer. But Aniston. you know, here's
0: the thing, though does it does it surprise you? Because again, what is the storyline that we've been peddling with Jennifer Aniston ever since? She broke up with Brad Pitt. Poor Jennifer: Poor Aniston. unfortunate Jennifer Aniston, she'll never find love. She's, she'll never have children.: And apparently, like, apparently that works for her or feeds her in some way.
1: Well, and, and because it's delightful because for her, she gets to do this thing where she's like, "I'm never going to shed these stories that people have about me being insecure about not being married or not having children. And it's like, yeah, but at this point, you're literally banking off of that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's working.
1: Yeah, so, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I
1: just kind of feel like I would love a celebrity to wake up one day and give an interview where they're like, you know what, I got this job because I'm I'm pretty compared to most of you, <laughs> and I got some stuff, but <laughs> we, I got more stuff than you do, and that's why I'm probably I'm here,
0: so... P.S., we would talk about that person, too. So. But I'd be, <laughs> at
1: least we could understand that that person was being honest. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, Jennifer Aniston and her ilk are like, well, I'm just, I basically wear a bag on my head when I leave the house and I have to drink my ion water.
0: When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we've had a little bit of a break from hearing accusations uh, as a result of the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. But we have a new person to talk about. And that person is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Over the weekend... News broke that a few people have accused Neil deGrasse Tyson of uh, some sexual impropriety, and uh, he has a response for it. We're going to talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bre- uh, what's your name? <laughs> You want to start again? Yeah. The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107. Well, on Friday, it was announced that Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, was accused and is under investigation by Fox, National Geographic, and the producers of his scientific docuseries, Cosmos. He's under investigation after allegations of uh, some sexual misconduct. And he's now responded to those allegations. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And you know, it's been a little while since we've had to talk about uh, another accusation like this. It's maybe been yeah, like it's a been couple a weeks, a few weeks. Um, but Bradley, for a couple reasons, I wanted to bring this up today. One of them being. Early on, when we started to hear kind of the onslaught of of accusations after Harvey Weinstein, it seemed like we more and more stories started to kind of come out about different people in Hollywood and beyond uh, and how uh, and, and, and you know, people who had been victimized by people in power. Um, you had said something along the lines of what happens when it's somebody that you admire. Yeah. And, and then they have an accusation against them. Now this it's this is not the first time this has happened, but this is a time where somebody you admire, Neil deGrasse Tyson has had some accusations against him. Uh, and so again, you're being faced with this. So that's the one reason I wanted to talk about it and also because he has he's really responded to these allegations in in a somewhat unique way. In a way, we ha- in a nuanced way that we haven't heard yet.
1: Well, he apologizes for there are two. Uh, as far as I, I didn't do a ton of reading on this Mm-mm. because, frankly, I don't want to know. That's
0: okay.
1: That's my own denial. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to be someone who's just like that's not true because I like him. Um, I'm not going to do that either. But what I will say is, from the little that I did read, it sounds like there was one incident that he apologized for. He acknowledged happened. And he thought he didn't realize he was not respecting boundaries, mm-hmm. apologized for it and um, sort of gave a, you know, an explanation about it. Yeah. And it didn't seem like he was waffling at all. He just kind of owned it. Um, but then there's this other like uh, allegation, at least one other allegation that involves like the. Um, sexual assault right Mm
0: -hmm. so there are three total um and and two more this the 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 news was two more people coming forward on friday um and so that's why again this started making headlines and then he decided to come forward and, and and talk about it and so this is the nuanced sort of difference um that in his response, he says, quote, for a variety of reasons, most justified, some unjustified men accused of sexual impropriety in today's Me Too climate are presumed to be guilty by the court of public opinion. Emotions bypass due process. People choose sides and the social media wars begin. And this was all on a post that he did in, on Facebook. And then he, and then he goes on to say. To- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana trajani I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that she show- them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson Amy tolls, you name it they come, they share New episodes of You are what you read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Basically just say, you know, when you become, when it kind of comes to that standstill where one side says, when it basically is a he said, she said, um, that's when an investigation needs to take place. Uh, and he says, I will fully comply with any investigation. And then he says, but, you know, f- for the record, here are my here's my version of events. Uh, and he basically kind of goes through each different one uh, of the people that had come forward. And he's specifically uh, responding to an article that was uh, published on um, Pat. Is it Pathos? Is that mm-hmm. how you say it? Uh, uh, last week. He responds directly to that, but then at the very end, and this is the thing that I I think is unique, is he says accusations can damage a reputation and a marriage, sometimes irreversibly. I see myself as a loving husband and a public as a public servant, a scientist, an educator who serves the will of the public. I'm grateful for the support I've received from those who continue to respect and value me and my work. Uh, But he says essentially uh i am the accused so why believe anything i say why believe me at all um and he and he's aware of that you might not believe him he, he can only say who he is and what he has you know what his version of events are and you might not believe him and he's quite aware of that through all of this
1: yeah i think it's again <sighs> People have... And we've said this time and time again. We haven't said it for a while, so maybe it bears repeating or having this conversation again when we're talking about Me Too and accusations of sexual um, misconduct or sexual assault, in some cases, rape. Um, uh, Oh, how can I put this? So, uh, a lot of things can be true at the same time, and we ultimately won't know. Um, What I do know, though, is that if somebody... Is capable of this kind of behavior. They've probably done it more than once. Right. And so, you know, these investigations will go forward and we'll learn something, presumably. And then, you know, the people that employ him can decide if they want to keep him employed or not. But if if this is an issue that needs to be dealt with beyond that, like if I need to just rewrite the way that I think about this individual, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be that hard meaning we will be presented presumably with additional evidence Mm -hmm. or additional cases of somebody doing this, right? Yeah, Um, And just to say that somebody, yeah, like I I don't even know what I want to say because there's so many things we've said about this other than I am totally fine accepting that these claims and these accusations are true um, in the way that I would be for any of the stories that we've talked about. right? Um, I'm not going to, You know, if I were to say something totally different just because I liked the guy, I mean, that would say a lot more about me than it would about this particular case. So I'm totally open and willing to hear whatever happens. Um, I think we've all come to a place now where when these accusations occur, there needs to be an investigation. People have, you know, a look at what happened and then make decisions accordingly.
0: I will say it is really interesting when you... um when you go through and read his kind of micro blog entry that he wrote on Facebook, um, he talks about this this incident that happened in the 80s. And um, I think... Oh, no, maybe it's not that one. He talks about a particular incident that happened with uh, a production assistant who was a female who he worked closely with. And this one was in 2018, I guess. And uh, it was somebody who he ended up getting to know a lot because he was working closely with her on a project. Again, this is just this year, 2018. And at the end of this project, he invited her to his home to have wine and cheese as sort of a celebration at the end of this, and he saw that as a completely appropriate invitation. Yeah, she she accepted the invitation, and then later came back and told him that that it was very uncomfortable for her. What I thought was really interesting, if I just take a step back from that, and this is not to say, you know, you know, that whose version of the reality, or you know, what actually happened, whose version of it is correct, because she says that some stuff happened, et cetera, et cetera. Just if we just take a look at that. I, the appropriateness of a male colleague inviting a female colleague or really anybody to have like a one-on-one wine and cheese at their house. I just like, I sat with that for a second and yeah. just thought about is that, does that feel like a normal social thing that we do in 2018?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just and honestly, I a... don't know what that, you know, I, I mean, again, I'm not making excuses. I I can only say that the thing I appreciated about his words were that he seems very open and, oh yeah, and like you know he doesn't seem to hide anything he he tries to explain it now, what his motives were, I don't know, right, and right. the fact that she approached him and then he apologized for it, that seems like probably a very good I know action, I know right, um so.
0: I know I just you know with all of these stories as they've come forward um, again and I that I seems don't...
1: a far different thing again it, it just feels like you know it's easy for me to say that but it's a far different thing than sexually assaulting someone mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
0: yeah with each of these as they've come forward it has it has caused me to take a moment and so and without even before I even make a decision about where I stand on it just like take a view of it and go what how, how would I feel in about any of this uh, in the first place? It's just an, anyway. We, we will continue as they do this investigation to follow the story. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to teach y'all a lesson about something.
1: A financial plan isn't just about money; it's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.